Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on from 1 till 4 after 4 o'clock. You miss stuff. You miss stuff every day. Go to the iHeart app for the John and Ken on demand podcast. And use that app to connect to the moist line. There's openings because of the short week, Monday being the holiday. The iHeartRadio app has a little microphone icon. You can leave a message for the moist line directly there or call the toll free number 1 877 Moist 86. One eight seven seven six six four seven eight eight six. Well, we told you earlier in the show that the number of inmates in state prisons in the state of California is down to about ninety five thousand. Wasn't that long ago? It was one hundred and sixty thousand inmates. Do you think there's a connection there between all the crime reports? Right. Despite a lot of the media like to covering this by saying, oh, except for some burglaries and robberies and maybe some car break-ins, crime is not really increasing at all. It's just a perception people have. No, it is the reality. So this started years ago when Jerry Brown was governor, but obviously Gavin Newsom has picked up the mantle of releasing prisoners. And this also involves the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation which has taken some of the propositions that have passed to the point where they've tried to figure out a way to make sure 
prison inmates qualify for the credits they need to gain early release, i.e. breathing, <laughs> I guess. Anyway, the Criminal Justice Legal Foundation has gone to court to try to fight this massive prisoner release we've uh, been seeing. And they uh, got challenged by the California Attorney General, Rob Bonta, who wanted their lawsuit thrown out of court. Well, the update is that didn't happen. We're going to bring on Michael Rushford, the president of the Criminal Justice Legal Foundation, for more on the story. Michael, how are you? Good. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah, so, this so I guess this is good news. Yeah. This was your lawsuit. Uh, you filed yeah. on behalf of the crime victims and their families. And so what was your lawsuit uh, claiming or is claiming? Well, the inmate releases that we're seeing now are based on good time credits, which is means if the inmate didn't attack somebody or a guard and goes to a program, they get time off of their sentence. Well, since the passage of Prop 57, and particularly in 2021, the Department of Corrections, which is under the direct control of the governor, that's his office, he can, he can make them do anything he wants, decided that Prop 57 allowed them to double the good time credits for inmates and release them uh, as short as half their sentences and even shorter in some cases. Uh, so they announced this last in 2021. We filed a lawsuit with the DAs to stop it because it was clearly illegal. There are several ballot measures and statutes in state law that do not allow you to have an administrative policy overturn them. And those laws specify how many credits inmates get to get early release. And they just brushed that aside and said, well, Prop 57 gave us a free hand. Well, no, it didn't. It did not specify that these laws would be overturned. And the AG doesn't want to uh, go along with that. So we what, sued him. What, what, what was the language in Prop 47 that they're trying to use? To 50, justify what, 57. 57. Yeah. Well, what, it, it, what, the, what, the language is that it authorizes the Department of Corrections to set regulations uh, around inmate releases and credits. But that doesn't overturn the Victim's Bill of Rights. It doesn't overturn other statutes that are in the law, passed by the legislature or adopted by the public. You have to specifically go after exactly what you're doing if you're going to overturn. You can't just, well, we have the power to do it now. The argument by Bonta in, uh, let me get back to this, the, the judge in the original case filed by the DAs and us, we joined with them, uh, the judge said the DAs did not have standing, and then we were still a party, and they slow-walked it for a year. So we pulled out of that case and refiled in a different court. And this judge has heard the case. Now, the first thing the AG tried to do is say, crime victims really don't have an interest in how long prison sentences are. And therefore, uh, the case should be thrown out without even going to the merits of whether the law is legal. Hmm. And the judge ruled uh, last Friday... Uh, that they had, their argument had no merit at all, and threw that claim out. So now they have to come back on October 8th and defend the law, and we're ready to take them on on this. So it's, it's uh, now it will be appealed, I guarantee you, but if we can beat them at this level, uh, we've gotten to first base, and that's very was, important. Was Prop 57 broad enough that they were able to, you know, interpret it and skew it towards this method that they've gone with these credits to get the prisoners out earlier? Is that what they did, or 
Well, it said that inmates, you know, the whole idea was supposed to be called the uh, Rehabilitation Act, if you will. So it said they were going to offer up more programs so that more inmates could get out. But we've been through this drill for 30 years. If you're going to amend existing law, you have to say so in the initiative. You have to say this specific statute is amended now to do this. They didn't do that. They just said they have broad authority, and they turned it over to the agency. Well, the DMV can't decide whether or not you can get a driver's license by just sitting down and having a meeting. Uh, there has to be a change in state law. They can't just do an administrative uh, rule and change it, and that's what they tried to do here. And there are plenty of court decisions saying that administrative rules do not trump statutes. And they, they'd have to go back to the public and change the law or pass it through the legislature and take a challenge. That has, been the, the, but that has been the game the progressives have been playing here in California and in, in Washington, D.C., is to have the administrators override the laws that either Congress or uh, the state legislature passed. You got and it. They, you got, they use the... Yeah, they, they find a weasel word language to justify what they're doing because it's difficult to change a lot of laws. And but it's easy to uh, issue administrative rules that nobody understands and nobody's aware of. Well, and the other thing is they did not issue these rules under the standard process where the public gets to comment. And I, I think when you're releasing murderers and rapists, the public should be allowed to comment before you just initiate a rule. But the other point is this, and they've done this in several areas in California and in the federal law. They'll issue an illegal rule and then uh, just enforce it until three or four years later you kill them in the courts. So they just play the game. Yeah, well, it's not illegal until some court tells us it is. It is. Right. Yeah, that's a lot of that going on, too. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And, and you're rolling the dice every time you challenge in court because you may get a judge like the last judge in this particular case uh, who was waiting around for an appellate appointment. He was gonna, not going to dump this law on the governor. He, would, he wouldn't get his appointment. I, I looked so. this up, and uh, Michael Rushford's with us from the Criminal Justice Legal Foundation. This thing, Prop 57, was called, and here, of course, is always good, the Public Safety and Rehabilitation Act of 2016. But again, in all these writings, Michael, it says it's a process for people convicted of a nonviolent felony offense to get uh, released. But that's not what's been going on, has it? No, and the, in, a, in a federal case, the former head of the Department of Correction said, in, uh, several years ago, when Prop 57 was being introduced, that we've already released all the inmates in the state prison system that are viable for some kind of early release yeah. and rehabilitation. Now we're down to the bone. We're releasing serious and violent criminals. Yeah. Well, that's in, that's in the, that's the game that they've been playing for a long time. This is all this is all on purpose is to distract people by saying no, no, it's not violent felons. In the meantime, they're releasing real violent felons. Murders and, and sex like offenders, you, yeah. Right. Yeah, right. And then you got to go to court for, for years to try to undo it. But, but I mean, here's the, an I'd example of how this thing works. Um, last January, a young police officer in a little valley town of Selma uh, was murdered by a habitual criminal. The criminal had been, just seven months earlier, sentenced to over five years in prison for multiple crimes. He was a gang member. He was out in seven months. Wow. Cops yeah. uh, got a the cop got a call. He responded to the call. This guy gunned him down. So this is what's got seven months. So yeah, this I remember is what we're we, we 
we talked to one of the DAs, uh, I think it was up in Sacramento, and, and we were talking about some terrible crime that was committed, and it was a guy who just gotten released early. Why did he get released early? And she made it sound... She, made it sound as if, hey, the, the corrections department is just making up the rules now. They're oh, releasing yeah. people whenever they want, and they have some bogus justification and uh, all kinds of creative formulas. But the, the goal is just, hey, let's let everybody out. Who, who's going to stop us? Yeah, well, that's it. They'll say it's going to take three years. By then, we'll empty out the prisons. And we know yeah. that one of Newsom's main announced goals is to close state prisons. And he's he's doing it. He, he's closed one. He's got two more scheduled for next year. A second prison is going to be closed up in Susanville later this year. And, you know, the th interesting point is earlier this year, the Corrections Department pointed out that a small percentage of inmates that were released under Prop 57 uh, and been rehabilitated uh, were not being caught for reoffending. Well, we did some research on that and found out that 40 percent of the inmates they released had never been to any program at all. Yeah. And 62% of the inmates that were considered at risk and released did not have their, did not complete their program. Yeah. No, I remember so that from us, one of the cases. There, there, are, there, there, there is no such program in some of these cases. Or the, the, yeah. the inmates don't even go. Or if they go, it doesn't work. It's just nonsense. Yeah. It's a, they're, they're, blowing, they're blowing smoke. But... Uh, our lawsuit will hopefully stop it, but uh, you never know what court you're going to get in front of on the appeal. Right. Well, keep us up to date, Michael. Thanks for coming on once again. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for yeah. having me. Uh, Michael Rushford is the president of the Criminal Justice Legal Foundation trying to stop this mass release of state prisoners, which has taken us down to just 95,000 prisoners. This was like 160,000 just over 10 years ago. It, of course, is all part of the end game. Nobody goes to prison. Nobody gets additional prison time. And the guys we have in there get released. And some of them are really nasty. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, we got the moist line for you coming in just two days. Lots of openings. Leave a message using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Let's just review the conversation we kind of had with Michael Rushford from the Criminal Justice Legal Foundation, because it's important that all of you understand what's going on. We're down to like 95,000 state prison inmates from a high of 160,000 just over 10 years ago. And that was on purpose. They want to empty the prisons because they don't believe in incarceration. And this trick they have, and we've talked about this before, you know, the idea behind three strikes, which is almost 20 years old now, was that somebody with a long criminal record with violent, violent crimes on their record has to get a long punishment. These are people that should never be in society. They should not be free. Now, I'll add to that, the state prisons are, are you, know, you can only go there if you committed a felony. So they're already pretty dangerous people. So they're trying to convince you, especially with ballot measures like Prop 57, that these are nonviolent felons. And often the trick they pull is maybe their latest infraction wasn't violent. But if you look at their long, horrible criminal record, it's probably just going to be a matter of time if you let them free before they do something violent again. That was the, the idea behind three strikes. The, that the should key have stayed. word is trick. Everything they've done for the past uh, 12 years has been a trick. Everything has been dishonest. They confuse you with all kinds of terms. 
and 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 that you don't know the definitions of. And then they go and do what they want anyway. Violent, nonviolent, serious, non-serious, whatever. They got a whole collection of terms to describe crimes that if you ask any normal person, it's like, yeah, that guy ought to be locked up for a long time. Period. End of story. And you start, everybody gets lost in, in all the minutia of what is non-serious, non-violent? What is a violent non-serious? It doesn't matter. You, you know it when you hear it. Tell me what the guy did. Oh, okay. Yeah, he ought to be in prison for a while. That's bad. Well, the trick is, remember this, when we first did this 10, 20 years ago, the El Segundo Times was running these stories about pizza thieves and cookie thieves. Oh, yeah, they may have had strikes on their record, but their latest defense was just that they stole a slice of pizza. How could you, They're changing their lives. How could you send them away? I'm like, that, this you is know still what? not a good person. That's propaganda. That's the agitprop that Joel Kotkin was writing about, okay? <laughs> it's right. to agitate people saying, oh, we're throwing it. First, you look at their record. They're bad people. The pizza thing is just a hook to throw them back in prison. And the programs don't work, and people don't get rehabilitated. Yeah, that's the other snow that, that they served us, the other pile people, of bleep, was to tell us we're going to fix everybody. Don't worry. I mean, they even changed the department name to uh, rehabilit Corrections and Rehabilitation. I, I, I remember the DA we talked to. She, she ran for governor, I think. What was her name? A woman up, up in uh, Sacramento. She was on our show a number of times. Oh, I, it's Anne-Marie Schubert? Anne-Marie Schubert, she's the one who made it, who was talking about how they just make up the rules on sentencing to let these people out since Prop 57. I remember we asked her, so what are these rehab programs? Like, do they work? And she just laughed. No, they don't work. It's nonsense. There is something in people's brains we want to believe in redemption, in rehabilitation, that they're changed. No. Bad people don't. Can you change a good person into a bad person? Have you ever Hope seen not. that? <laughs> right, but, but can't, have you ever seen it? Has, are you aware? Think of the good people in your life that you like and trust and care about and you've known them forever. And there's never there's never a point where they acted evil. Yeah. Could, do you, can you imagine a way to make them evil? No, I can't. Because they're not. Well, why doesn't that work for bad people? You can't turn bad people into good for the same reason. This is what they are. You know, right. you can't turn gold into silver. You can't turn silver into lead because it because they're all separate elements. And good and bad people are separate elements. And they can't be transformed because their brains are wired that way. It's irreversible, unchangeable. Right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic 
and then Carvin and Junie. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640 on the radio from 1 until 4 and then after 4 o'clock you go to the iHeart app for the John and Ken On Demand podcast and listen to what you missed. Yes, right. Well, a big story here in Southern California this afternoon brings us back to the topic of trans wars. Uh, We don't usually spend a lot of time on this subject matter because it does not involve a lot of people but it also gets so much coverage and protest on both sides. But It involves, once again, the infamous Chino Valley School District. And they apparently had decided that they have a policy requiring that schools notify parents if students indicate that they identify as transgender or gender nonconforming. Now, it would make sense to most people that parents, obviously, are the number one people in the lives of students, people who are under the age of 18, minors, and they should probably know. So that's what they decided to do in the school district there was a piece of legislation introduced in Sacramento by a uh, assembly member, Bill Asali, who's been on our show many times before, along the same lines that it did not pass. But the Chino people have been making the news because they've been back and forth on this trans issue for so many months now in fiery hearings. They decided to pass this policy. The news this afternoon is that a judge has granted the state's request. That brings Gavin Newsom into the picture. His attorney general, Rob Bonta, went to court to try to stop this policy. And the judge did grant the request for what's called the TRO, a temporary restraining order. Many believe this case probably will make its way up to the courts, if not even the U.S. Supreme Court, because uh, it's pretty basic in terms of even if there's not a lot of trans people, it is about parents versus schools. So I I think that is sick that parents wouldn't be told. I I, can, I cannot conceive of an argument of cutting out the parents. The argument that, that, is the that, kid that, might be killed. Well, That's the I'm argument. not kidding. Mo- most parents don't kill their kids. Show me the parents that killed their kids. Oh, I, I think that them. is... Well, I, I think that's wildly overblown. And how come... Cut I them off, have, throw them out of the uh, house. Wait, wait, you wait. You can wait, take wait. this to I, any level. 
That, I mean, well, that's sure. the argument. That and, they will be and, rejected but, but, and severely rejected. And that could happen also if you bring home a bad report card. You could get cracked in the head, too. All right? There's a lot of bad behavior by parents to kids. Why is it that here a parent can't find out? Most parents aren't going to do that. Well, and, the argument is that you and everybody can, knows everybody you can knows. Your, you can work harder and get better grades, but you can't no, become but, but, other than what you, you think you are as trans. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is parents can act badly for any number of reasons, right? And, and they do. And that's never going to change. There's plenty of child abuse and it'll always be there. All right. There's plenty of uh, parents that have uh, violent personalities, drink too much, whatever. Okay, so why is it this particular situation is being kept from parents? And and why why not assume, because I think it's true, that the vast, vast majority, nearly all parents, would not resort to a beating? Why they is it assumed not. that parents, of course they wouldn't. And they, and no. they don't. Well, I mean, oh, 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 I mean that, that, that's completely outrageous. And... If, if they know it's school, you know where the kid is going to get the violence from other kids in the class. So why would you have him come out in the school and keep it from the parents so he could get beat up at the school and the parents aren't going to know about that? I don't. First of all, I don't think this is practical. I don't think it's possible for a student to be out at school and his parents not find out somehow I, through somebody else's parents from somebody else's kids. How well, would that from the be kid, possible? Because the kid walks in the door and you can tell. Well, yeah, that's probably true, but I, I most just mean, of them uh, have most of them have a different look. They do. That's 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 part of the situation. Right. You know, they wear their hair differently, clothes differently. The, the, there's makeup or whatever. That, that's absolutely true. So, I just don't understand the idea that the parents can't be trusted to handle because it, we're told that there's a high rate of of suicide. And a high rate of all kinds of terrible things. Well, shouldn't the parent be in on that to watch and help keep something bad from happening like suicide? Because the kid lives with the parents most of the time. So if the kid has a condition which statistically leads to a lot of suicide, well, geez, shouldn't mom and dad know about that? Because the suicide is likely to happen in their house, in the kid's bedroom. I mean that 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 is so ridiculous and and insane. These 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 trans activists are so incredibly obsessive. They don't even make any sense. You want to spare the kid, then then let the parents in on it because they're. The I guess the thinking is that the kids who only come out as trans at school know that it's not going to be good news at home. So that would be the I population know. of kids that's in the most danger. I think most kids would be reluctant to come out to their parents for obvious reasons, okay? And but and most of them will come out to their friends first. Oh yeah, that's usually what happens, oh, right? Yeah, but that that's normal. But but the idea that the parents are all the parents are considered in, uh, inherently violent is just a, a, absurd, and parents shouldn't put up with that. That's a horrible smear. Uh, how, this is pretty basic. Right? How do these activists get away with smearing all parents? Their parent, uh, how about their parent phobic? No. Well, well again, they, kind of, believe, what kind, what, they believe that the parents are accepting already know, well, so they wouldn't that, be affected by you, this. You know what? That is that is another form of bigotry. This is another kind of bigotry that apparently is permitted. That kind of stereotyping is permitted. That's hate, 
okay? That's that's hate against parents, assuming that they're all going to beat up their trans kid. That is sick. You know, I'm, I, I, I can't stand these people. Why are, why are they getting so much power? Why are they getting so much say? Why are they getting it, it, being so invasive into people's private lives and how parents deal with their children? God, isn't isn't it difficult enough if the kid is trans? That's going to be a, a, a big enough challenge. Now, you, you add this other layer of complexity, unnecessary complexity, by assuming the parents are violent. There's there's no evidence of that. That's just hysterical, made-up nonsense. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, we got the Moist Line with plenty of openings in this short week. Use the iHeartRadio app to connect to the Moist Line directly with the uh, icon, the microphone icon, or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86. 1-877-664-7886. Well, it's more bad news for Dodger fans. It looks like they've lost another pitcher to a little problem with women. Uh, if you were planning on going to the September 21st bobblehead promotion featuring the Dodger pitcher Julio Urias, uh, it's not going to happen. It's been replaced with a select premium bobblehead night and of course you may have heard the news that sunday night he was arrested in some sort of domestic violence incident at exposition park south of downtown la it's home to the stadium where you had a major league soccer game going on there and many celebrities were in attendance and i guess he was among the celebrities the dodger pitcher was also arrested in may of 2019 for domestic battery, suspended 20 games by Major League Baseball. But they didn't prosecute him on the condition he complete a 52-week domestic violence counseling program. See, that doesn't work. Uh, it does make your point, no. He's, he's a violent hothead, so... And no matter what the punishment is here, it's not going to work. No, he... So he's now been put on leave by Major League Baseball, and... Uh, Many believe that, uh, remember Trevor Bauer? <laughs> His oh, yeah. pitching days with the Dodgers may be over. Well, of course, Trevor Bauer was involved in some bizarre situation with a woman who accused him of assault. And uh, he ended up in Japan, didn't he? Yeah, Korea. He oh, he's in Korea? Yeah, they might be teammates again now. Who knows? Oh, it says here Bauer signed yeah. to pitch in Japan's professional league. You haven't been Korea? I, yeah, I thought it was Korea. No, it says in March he signed to play in Japan's Nippon <laughs> Professional League. <laughs> yeah, Duke maybe they threw him out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, maybe he's already in Korea. I don't know. But, yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Dodgers' response to this is let's just make Major League Baseball run its course here. They don't really want to say and, you anything. Know, he's out and, on bail. And, he's, and the pattern he, holds that if you, you, you've done it twice like this, those are just the times that, that the woman reported it. Yeah, it's I, not the first time or the last time that it's happening. It's it's what what the guy does when he's not getting his way. He gets uh, there's people like this. They get angry and frustrated. They don't get their way, and they blow up and they strike out physically. I think, but nobody so just I, does it once. And I think both incidents happened in public. They're they're looking for witnesses about the recent yeah. incident. But I think the one in 2019, I think it was in a parking garage or something where he was suspected of uh, getting violent with a woman. Right. So. Can you imagine what goes on in private? Uh, that's kind of scary to think about, but that's the implication here that uh, this is clearly a man that needs some 
a lot of help and counseling. So there you go. All right. Conway's here. Hey, uh, you know, it's a Mark Thompson. Do you think Julio's wife is single? Mark, what's, <laughs> wrong, what's wrong with you? Get out of here. Out. Out. No. Wow. Out. Out. No. God almighty. How did he get you. loose? You know no. what? He comes in, he records his podcast, and he just, uh, you know, he, he, he flies in here. Get out. No. Out. Out. All right. There he goes. All right. Um, <laughs> just in time. Yeah. Bob Barker died from Alzheimer's They on his uh, death certificate. That's uh, very oh, sad. Um, and then the L.A. Lakers, uh, Jeannie uh, Buss got married to uh, Jay Moore, the comedian. You know who Jay Moore is? Yeah. 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 Very funny man. Around wow. years. He was in a lot of movies about 10, 15 years ago. But... Yes, yes. Very funny. Uh, and he does great impressions, too. Oh, yeah. Like you do. Well, yeah, okay. All right. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate that. Right, that's a compliment. Let's tell you do John. Uh, <laughs> I'm working on John uh, right now. I'm not, I, I can't do a decent one. I can do Eric. Um, Eric's Clark? Eric's Clark, yeah. Really? Well, is, yeah. There a market for, Wait, is there a market for that? Wait, he woke up. So. He's like, you know what? You're here. Yeah. Uh, how about those Lakers? <laughs> That's the Duke of Sports? Yeah. How about the Dodgers? I don't think I'm that quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd take it personally. Uh, and then we had the Power Jamal jackpot uh, winner. You remember that guy, Edwin Castro? Yeah, the guy he, that won the $2 billion. Yeah, he's spending more money. Guy's spending a lot more money now. He should spend some on us. Yeah, he goes uh, crazy. And then uh, actor right. Gary Busey. Man, that guy yeah. keeps going. And he, he's <laughs> running into people in his car, allegedly. And nobody, and it doesn't stop and doesn't do the proper thing. Yeah, the woman well. chased him. I love yes, that. Yes, yeah, chased him down. It's like, I'm going to let this guy get away with this. <laughs> That's right. There's another guy who doesn't change, see? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. right. That's right. We uh, are what we were born to be. Yeah, by the, right. by the age of seven or eight, we are who we are. You know? And you're yeah. not going to change. You're not going to change. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you're, and if you're, uh, and if you're, Aggressive after the age four, you're going to end up in prison or in a bad life. <laughs> Ding dong. Yeah, you've got to. Parents have to reduce no. that aggression by age four. I've heard that kindergarten teachers can pick out the psychopaths at age five. Is that right? They know which guys <laughs> are going to be. Yeah. Wow. That's wild, man. I think everyone's going that direction, though. I like, really do. God knows what your kindergarten <laughs> teacher thought of you. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about Doug Steckler? Doug Steckler's mom was a um, was a what do they call me a, 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 a captain or a coach or whatever of the girl Boy Scouts? What do they call them? A troop leader or something like that? The den mother. Den mother. Yes, yes, a den mother. Exactly. That's the Cub Scouts. And she had eight boys, and three of them right now are on death row in South Dakota. Oh my God! <laughs> Isn't that wild? Good job. <laughs> and they're Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts. All what do they South do? Sharpen Dakota? knives as part know. of their. Wow. <laughs> what are hard the odds? to believe. Uh, <laughs> dig dog. All right. All right, dig dog with you guys. There he goes. Let's go, buddy. All right. Mark Thompson's not, not part of yeah. this? No, okay. Yeah, not today. No, not today. No. Crozier <laughs> uh, is the news. Uh, live in the 24 hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. 
let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.